When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Rewatched and Revisited. I am your host, Solomon Ray. And this is another little segment of the Solomon Ray podcast, which comes out every Thursday. So be sure to listen to that. Um, This is going to be season one of me just kind of going through a previously watched series and rewatching it. Because honestly, rewatching things the second time around, low-key it'd be a little bit more lit. And I'd be catching up on things that I didn't catch up on the first time. Sometimes when it comes to me, I have to watch things like three or four times before I'd be like, bitch, that's crazy. Things that are very obvious to the girls, like it's really not that obvious to me. I don't know. I think because my mind just be going like a million things a minute and I'd be thinking about all the things I got to be doing. So it's like, I, it's hard for me to just sit and just unwind and watch something and get it the first go around. So sometimes I got to watch it a second time. So anyways, welcome to Rewatched and Revisited. And this season, we will be revisiting and rewatching um, reruns, technically, of House of the Dragon season one. I was thinking about doing some other different series. And yes, this kind of just ended literally last week. But... <clears throat> um. I've been kind of dipping and dabbing in some of my commentary on some of the episodes during the Solomon Ray podcast, and an overwhelming amount of you guys were like, "Bitch, we just need we just need a full on episode of Game of Thrones." So I was like, "You know what, bitch? I really don't want to do it. That's too much work. Like, I don't feel like it." And then all of a sudden, I was like, "You know, bitch, we could do this. I could do it. I'm just gonna do it, and it's gonna be fun, bitch." When I tell you. <laughs> I low-key regret it. <laughs> I'm not even going to front with y'all. So this is the only episode y'all get. Y'all know why. <laughs> the thing with the Solomon Ray podcast is it's easy. I mean, it's not easy. It's still like time consuming once a week to do. But I enjoy it because all I got to do is hit this motherfucking microphone on and get to going, bitch. And get to, you know, popping these gums. And just start blabbing and rambling. You know, like, that's just easy. Bitch, this, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I outlined the whole season and got everything ready. Bitch, I forgot how to rewatch the shit, okay? 
And then I'm rewatching it, pausing, going, pausing, going, writing things down, writing things down. Be like, oh, bitch, I didn't even realize this. And then referencing it with the Wikipedias and then going online, looking at the Targaryen family tree and shit. And it's just like, girl, something that I was like, oh, bitch, it's going to be a little 30 minute episode. Yeah, the episode might be 30 minutes, but the work, like the build up and the notes and stuff, I got it. I feel like I'm doing research. Ah! <laughs> so, bitch, just if y'all don't get another <laughs> if y'all don't get another episode after this, just know why, okay? And just please understand. I might be able to revisit if if I'm gonna try my best. I'm really gonna fucking try my best to just do it and put my mind to it and just get it done, you know? Um, but needless to say, this is a little bit more work than the Solomon Ray podcast. So yeah, because it's like I'm I'm trying to give like the the real tea, the good like information, you know, and this is such a like low-key heavily weighted series to where it's not like I'm rewatching fucking Survivor. You know what I'm saying? And no shade to Survivor. I'm sure that's a fabulous show. I wouldn't know it and watch it. But um I just don't watch stuff like that. So before okay, so that's that. I decided to do um House of the Dragon because it's one of my well, not House of the Dragons, but Game of Thrones, the whole franchise, is probably my top five things to watch on television. Most of the things I like to watch really reside in the HBO realm. FX is kind of up there, too, but it's really just kind of like the HBO realm. There was this article, and bitch, I need to get into the show, but y'all know I be going on tangents. So there was this article this past week from Bloomberg, I think. some Somebody wrote the damn article, bitch. And it was actually a really good article. I read all of it, bitch. It was really good. But it was basically talking about, it wasn't just another, I was like, oh, girl, this is just another fucking article about how Netflix came in and changed the streaming era. era. But it was really about how Netflix was going hard body against HBO. They didn't give a fuck about Fox. They didn't give a fuck about HBO. I mean, ABC, um, MTV, NBC, BBC, DDD. They didn't give a fuck about nothing. They were like, bitch, we want to come hard body at HBO. Fuck all them other motherfuckers. We coming after them. And which I was like, bitch, well, one, that's wild. And then two, bitch, that's ambitious. Because HBO is known to making prestigious television, like very immaculately done television. So long story short, basically they were talking about how like HBO refused to license any of their television shows to Netflix because they were like, um, it's going to water down the brand. Just like just typical shit. But they refuse and they um, Netflix offered them an astronomical amount of money just to license, what was it, Dead Like Me? Which is a fabulous show, by the way. So they were like, girl, no. So at that point, the motherfuckers at Netflix was like, well, these niggas ain't gonna budge, so it is what it is. Let's move on. And so then that's when House of the Car- House of Cards, which is another one of my favorite shows. Oh my God. Girl, I just, I'm gonna hold my comments for House of cards to myself in lieu of being problematic and also homophobic. So I'm just, I'll probably save that commentary for the Solomon Ray podcast. I'm going to try to like leave all my spicy commentary out of, um, 
rewatched and revisited. You know what I'm saying? Because more people that don't listen to the Simon Ray podcast will end up listening to this. And I don't need them goofy niggas trying to cancel me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't like the girls who, who be into the Solomon Ray podcast already know what Solomon Ray is giving, what I'm giving. You know what I'm saying? I don't need the girls who's typing up on the podcast talking about, Oh, cause you know, them game of Thrones, game of Thrones, game of Thrones, game of Thrones girls is a little nerdy and like a little, like, there's some weirdos. You know what I'm saying? There's some weirdos. And I don't need them doing no weird shit over here. So, anyways, back to the story. So, House of Cards, they ended up, it was being produced, and they took it to HBO. HBO was interested in it. But then Netflix was like, bitch, we will offer you, I think it was a hundred or two hundred million dollars or something wild for two seasons. They didn't even they didn't even look at the full season. They didn't even there was not even a second season made. They said it was like a, a really wild offer. And they were like, we're not gonna give you no notes from like network notes. We're not gonna tell you to change this. We just said, just do whatever you need to do. We want the show. Which, you know, really catapulted Netflix into this potential realm of creating prestige television which they don't do but you know what i'm saying they 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 tried but because but honestly house of cards is really a, a lit show that and the crown is probably the, okay so these cats is running around this house and i don't know they just ate so i think they just got a lot of energy but um so if y'all hear them running around galloping y'all know why where was i Yes. So I feel House of Cards and um, The Crown are probably the best Netflix originals. Also, there are also Casa de Papel, which is um, the English version is Money Heist. That is a fabulous show as well. But that's produced in Spain. Um those are probably like their best, but like I feel like it's really no shade to Netflix. It's really no shade to Netflix. Cause if the if the if they wanted to give the doll her lifestyle, you know, television show of being like the hood Martha Stewart, I would be down. But I also am a firm believer that for every like one amazing Netflix series, there's like two hundred dog shit series that they just got on there just like it just be low rent shit bitch it just be on and then when they were creating it they were trying um that and hulu they were making all they're like we can do like some um original programming but they were doing like they quote unquote like comedy central type low rent um youtube-esque programming but netflix was like bitch we want to try we want to do hbo and HBO was like, girl, please. But HBO did gag later on because they're like, bitch, we need to get hit with the streaming. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, that's just kind of, if I do a second season of Rewatched and Revisited, it's probably going to be in that whole HBO FX realm. Maybe a reality show. I don't really know any reality shows that I really watch besides... Um, Drag Race. And that's kind of exhausting because that's like 20 episodes now, which is ridiculous. Like, girl. And another thing, unless you're Game of Thrones, listen, listen, listen. Unless you Game of Thrones, 
we don't need more than 10 episodes per season. We just don't. Like, I don't know where the girls are filling their puss to where they feel like, bitch, it's 18 episodes. That's why I don't watch all that Housewives bullshit. 18, 20, 30, 40, 50, 11 fucking episodes per season and then a nine-part reunion? No, I just... About bitches just sitting on a goddamn couch arguing about bullshit that's not even on camera? Well, you said this behind... So where is the footage? Where is the footage? It's just so... It's just... it's You know what? And I'm not trying to shade people who watch that. That's fabulous if that's something you enjoy watching and it puts you at ease and after work... Or whatever, you can kind of wind down with a glass of wine and just watch somebody else's problems. And if that gives you comfort, bitch, if you like it, I love it. But that's just not for me. Like, I need, like, I need to watch television that makes me think, that makes me, like, it just, you know, otherwise I don't want to watch it. Anyway, so we got to get into this goddamn episode because, bitch, you know I get to ramble. And I said it's going to be a 30-minute episode. Watch this should be another two-hour um, premiere. Anyways, so we got... The first episode, bitch, hold on, <laughs> second tangent. I remember years ago, like, and I mean, like, years and years ago, everybody, like, you got to watch Game of Thrones, you got to watch Game of Thrones, you got to watch Game of Thrones. I was like, girl, I'm not watching that bullshit. I don't want to watch them white folks. I just don't. That's another thing. I really kind of don't have a major interest in just watching things that look cold, you know? And Game of Thrones just looked cold and, like, just not interesting and then the fact that like i'm also really not into um ensemble cast that just be all white you know not really into that now if it's like shit like what's it called the crown where it's just about white people like if it's like actual historical real shit that really fucking happened cool yes duh but if it's about some damn, if you can fucking write about dragons and magic and shit that's not even fucking real, bitch, then you can add some some non-white people in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just add it. Like, it's really not going to be that, you know, like, they're like, well, it was based, it's not, it's shot in Europe, bitch. It's not, Europe is not like, Westeros is not a real place on the map. It's not a real place. So the girls try to argue it down to the ground. But anyways, long story short. I tried about a couple times to watch Game of Thrones. And honestly, the pilot episode is doo-doo, is garbage, is trash. I mean, it was, it's probably HBO's biggest L. Honestly, the pilot and the finale are HBO's biggest L's, truly. Like, it should be, HBO execs should wake up every single day and feel embarrassment. Like, they should feel, like, when they walk, into the office, they should keep their head. They should look on the ground. Don't look at nobody in the eye, bitch. You failed us. You failed all of... Like, the pilot is doo-doo. But the, you know what it's like? Okay, but that's a pilot. You fix it. You you tweak it. After, like, 7, 8, 50, 11 years of season after season after season, and each fucking episode's costing damn near $20 million to make in about one month to film... Bitch, why is it, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not getting into it because then I'll really go into a two year, I mean, a two hour fucking spiral on why that finale was doo doo and garbage. But that's not really the point. I started watching Game of Thrones. It took me a while to kind of get into it. But then once I got into it, bitch, I got into it. And then I read all the books and then I rewatched the series and then I read the prequel books. So 
Yes. Um, so needless to say, when they were saying they were, um, they're going to do a spinoff, I was really excited. And then I just don't remember, I don't really be glued into the, the internet like that, if that makes sense. I just be really on my own side of the internet, if that makes sense. And I didn't really hear much going on. Um, I heard there was, you know, they're going to do a prequel um, talking about basically the Targaryens. And I was like, girl, Felice, because that's the only storyline I give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? It's really no shade to um, the Starks. And I wouldn't mind a little Lannister moment. Bitch, I wouldn't mind a Cersei. Bitch, it's really about the Targaryens. So once I found that out, I was like, bitch, it's going to be lit. And I didn't see no promo, nothing, bitch. I mean, and all of a sudden, I just looked up on, you know, the internet. And they were like, all right, so the show going to premiere on Sunday. I was like, what Sunday? They're like, this Sunday. You ready? I was like, not really. So I try to reread the books real fast. But yeah, the promo for this was, in my opinion, kind of wild. But it's also like HBO. Like, HBO's like, girl, we don't need to really put major promo into this because it's like the girl's going to watch it anyways. But apparently there was a huge promotional budget, bitch. It just didn't target me. I don't know how I didn't fall into that algorithm. Anyways, bitch, let's get into the goddamn show. So this is episode one, The Heirs of the Dragon. Um, and it opens up with King Jaehaerys. Or J- Jaehaer- These Targaryen names, please forgive me. Because I'm going to call him King JJ. So basically, King JJ... He been on the Iron Throne for damn near 60 years, right? And it's just peace and happiness and joy and just, you know, bitches are getting money. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's eating. Like, it's just, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the technology is lit. Like, there's no wars. You know what I'm saying? And for 60 years, he this motherfucker was reigning and there was no wars. So, like, in, in most societies, but, like, in basically the Game of Thrones or the Westeros, you know, fictional world, them niggas be going to war like every every weekend. It's some, it's always some shit, and it's like I be thinking like, damn bitch, can't, like y'all, we over here talking about anxiety and depression in our time. Like, no bitch, live into the Game of Thrones world because like that would be a constant state. Bitch, I'll be popping Xanax every fucking day. It's like damn, like you be afraid, like who gonna cut your head off? You know what I'm saying, like. What's like, is a dragon gonna just come up out of the motherfucking air and just roast and toast your motherfucking village? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just always some shit. So, for the fact that King JJ was up on the throne for 60 fucking years and nothing was going wrong, there was no fucking war, everybody eating, it's prosperous. It's, you know, not prosperous, it's prosperous. <laughs> it's just really giving the give, right? So he really doing the goddamn thing. And everybody fucking with him. Like, they were like, yeah, that's my nigga. But the thing was, his two sons died. So they're like, well, damn nigga, like, who gonna be when your ass died? Because, bitch, we looking at you right now and you giving jaundice. You giving, like, you know, like, you about to kick the bucket any day. It's giving Crip Keeper, bitch. Like, so they like, bitch before it's given it's a lot of peaceful moments right now and we know if you do not name an, an heir since your sons is dead if you don't ain't name an heir some shit about to pop off like it's not gonna give prosperity prosperous bitch it's not gonna give an abundance of food bitch there's not gonna be no crab legs left like it's we're gonna have to be fighting hard body so like king jj we really dead ass need you to just pick a fucking heir bitch 
So he's like, bitch, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So he told all the motherfuckers in um in the lands are like, okay, well, I'm, we're gonna do a great council. So all like thousands of motherfuckers, like thousands of lords came to Heron Hall to appear before the great council and put in claims of like who they feel that should be the successor. So basically only 14 succession claims were heard, which is wild because it's like, damn, y'all niggas really tro- like traveled all the way over here for like, <laughs> like thousands, but only 14 were heard. Like that's gaggy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can you imagine traveling like bitch like damn bitch i could have stayed home <laughs> and you should have and you should have because bitch if you're not royalty or you're not really that girl like there's really no need sometimes the girls just need to know their place in life and it's really no shade i said this to a guy who i'm low-key dating at the time and he got like really upset he's like wow that sounds very classist but it's like it's just we need to like the girl like sometimes the girls just don't know where they stand you know what i'm saying so i'm sure like out of the thousands who came they were like bitch what about me and they're like uh go back to work in the fields honey um so out of the thousands only 14 successions hers were claimed but even after honestly which is really crazy out of the 14 succession claims only two were taken seriously and it was his god i mean excuse me his grandchildren so his oldest son, I don't know the motherfucker's name, Eamon, Damon, Clayman, Shaman. It's one of them damn Targaryen. He dead anyway, so it don't matter. So his oldest son's um, child is Rhaenys. And so basically it's his oldest grandchild. And then his other son, um, his his child is Viserys, but he's much younger than Rhaenys. So his oldest grads, so it's basically two grandchildren his 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 granddaughter who's the oldest Rhaenys, and then his grandson who's younger Viserys so in a typical like throne succession like close to the throne or it would go to Rhaenys. but you know she's a girl like she's a woman I, I don't know how she was at the time but like anyway so she she got a pussy so it's like girl it's no but they played in her face anyways and did this whole grand fucking great-ass motherfucking council. I'm like, ooh, everybody, like, who do you think is going to be Rhaenys or Viserys? And getting Rhaenys' fucking hopes up because she know good and goddamn well her daddy done fucking died and she's supposed to be heir to the motherfucking throne. Then they get that motherfucking scroll out and King JJ talking about some... It's, they voted and they voted for Viserys. So it's really like they done played in Rhaenys' face and it's just like really goofy. Like, you know what I'm saying? That she couldn't get it and you look over at and then they pan over to Viserys and Viserys is like, he gives like this look like he doesn't really want the throne. You know what I'm saying? Which makes sense because if you've been growing up in this quote-unquote royal family and stuff you see like all the bullshit that comes along with sitting on that throne so he probably in his mind it's really giving queen elizabeth it's queen elizabeth so and and it's it's honestly it's really queen elizabeth so but sarah's his whole life was probably thinking like damn bitch like i'm never gonna sit on the iron throne because you know my daddy is not even the firstborn you know what i'm saying but it's like girl you living, you a Targaryen, and you living in Westeros, bitch. So like, people be dying every day. So you, it, it could be anybody, bitch. That fucking throne be a changing. So I'm sure in his mind he was like, ugh, I don't, I'm, I'll never be 
on the throne. But then when his daddy and his uncle died, he was probably like, damn, bitch, we really don't know. And so he's probably really like low key hoping for Rainis to get it. And Rainis was like, bitch, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to do this. And they were like, no, girl. <laughs> so I know she gagged. Anyways, so, so boo. So this is like 172 years before the Game of Thrones episodes. So it's like a prequel. So this is basically like what happened before all that other bullshit. So anyways, um... So then they, so that's like, they start off the episode like that, which I appreciate because it's like, they wanted to give the girls a little history lesson, like what the fuck happened, like, you know, and kind of set the girls up. And so anyway, so the opening scene, so then they, they fast forward now to like nine or 10 years or some shit like this. And then the opening scene is just opening up with some dragons, which I fucking appreciate because it's like, girl, we came here for the dragons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the girls, like, was watching Game of Thrones. They were like, oh, bitch, wolves and this. And a bitch, I don't give a fuck about no damn wolf, bitch. Where the fucking dragons? You know? And then in the original series, you didn't really see a lot of... I mean, you saw dragons, but it was, like, only when it was, like, about some Targaryen shit. And there's so many families and, like, houses and stuff that, like... In any given season, there might be, like, one or two episodes with dragons. Maybe. And they was the best episodes. So the fact that, like, they HBO didn't open up the first episode with just straight-up dragons. Just get, let's just get it out the gate. Let's give the girls what they want, which I fucking appreciate. They on the message boards, bitch. They on the Reddits. They, they read in the comments. The showrunners is reading the motherfucking comments. And I hope these the showrunners listen to this fucking podcast, too. So they know exactly what all the girls from all demographics, what we need and what we want and what we deserve. So anyways, so Princess Rhaenyra is on Cyrax, which is a dragon, her dragon. So basically all the Targaryens begin their own little dragons and whatnot. Like it's like, and they're like connected to their dragons. So she on her fucking, she on Cyrax or Cyrax, Cyrax, whatever. So Princess Rhaenyra is King Viserys's um, only daughter. I mean, only child. And so basically, the king and the queen have been trying to have a baby for like forever and always. But I guess they keep losing the damn babies. I really don't remember what's going on, but they just, they don't have the best luck. And so basically, King Viserys, King, Queen Emma just been trying to have babies. So the only child that really just, they had that stayed alive um, was Rhaenyra. So, um, it's, and then so, and then so she, she just, she flying and then she jumps into the, the dragon pit and just like kind of just flies home or whatever. And it's like, that's what I was watching. I was like, damn, this is crazy that she just, you know, just out and about just joy. It's like, it's like you just on your bicycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she's about like nine years old, 10 years old or whatever in this episode. They kind of, aged them up for the television series but in the books i want to i really want to say she's like nine years old anyways and so it's kind of cute that she's basically riding around this dragon like it's a fucking bicycle and then she drops it off the dragon pit and then you know the dragon tamers are just like telling the dragon to like go back into the, the cave and whatnot which is crazy because like how can i put it they talking to this damn dragon like it's a pet, like it's a dog. Like sit, turn around, go go to your kennel, 
uh, what? Like, that would not be a job I would want. Like, if I was somebody in Westeros and they was like, okay, girl, your job is going to be to tame these dragons. Um, excuse me. Any other jobs available? What else we got on the, on the, um, can you look in the back? What else we got? Because I don't know if that's the job for me. I just feel like they got something in the back. Like, can I work in stock? You know, can I, can I tame some horses maybe? But dragons? No. You playing, you playing too much. I'm not going, like, imagine working and then be like, oh, I got to tame some dragons. What if the dragon just be like, bitch, I don't feel like fucking with you today. I'm going to roast and toast you. And that's the end of your your life. So he always, the, the dragon team is like, go go back to the dragon pit. And then Cyrex, like, he's like, basically like, ugh, I don't want to. Like, I was just having such a lit-ass time in a free open air, bitch. You know, being just easy breezy. And now I got to go to this dark-ass, nasty-ass dungeon. He's like, bitch, the fuck? I'm like, Cyrex is really like giving like, bitch, this is some bullshit. But, you know, and it's kind of like, I know if there was like a Westeros PETA, they would be all over this. They would have been like, bitch, this is not giving free range chickens. This is not. Hold on. Can y'all relax? Shit. It's not giving free range chicken. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Peter would have been all over this. They would have been like, there would have been rules and regulations on how to really give the dragon some more space. Like, bitch, you gonna put this in this small ass, like, underground, like, dungeon? This big ass animal? Get out of here. This is ridiculous. And especially from, like, a society and, like, house that, like, really looks at dragons as, like, this huge, like, respectable thing whereas later on during game of thrones bitch cersei didn't give a fuck about them dragons she said kill them all but that's my bitch that's really my bitch like i know the girls love Jon snow and they love what's that bitch um aria they like aria and they liked um sansa and they liked all them bitch i don't know if i i fucked with and they like Daenerys. like all the girls really love Daenerys. bitch i never liked Daenerys. I'm not going to go on to a tangent of this, but, like, Cersei's really that girl. And they really did my girl wrong. And they made they paint her out to be this villainous-ass bitch. But she was just trying to get shit done. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's really a bad bitch. Anyways, long story short, Rhaenyra comes in, boom, um, and she goes in to go see her mama, Queen Emma, and she's pregnant. And basically, she's just talking to Rhaenyra, talking about, like, hold on, who the fuck? I'm never going to be able to just record an episode and just have peace, quiet, and tranquility. If it's not the damn cats, if it's not motherfuckers on the streets screaming, hooting, and hollering and giving dope sick love, if it's not that, then it's UPS. And if it's not UPS, it's FedEx. And if it's not FedEx, it's Amazon. Because now Amazon taking over. Like, they just be on the buzzer all day long, buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. It's only eight people who live in this building. I want to be like, what are y'all ordering? Just... Y'all need to lump some of these packages together, bitch. Like, it can't just be a, a package a day. One package a month. <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? So, basically, Queen Emma talking to the, um, her her daughter, talking about, like, childbirth is basically, like, their battlefield. And how they got, like, these royal wombs and, like, like in a roundabout way, basically saying, like, bitch, this is what we're supposed to do. And Rhaenyra's like, yeah, that's cute and all. But, like, she's giving, like, I'm trying to be... 
she gives off tomboy tees where like she's like bitch i'm trying to be out in the streets and out flying dragons and then the queen's like bitch you smell like dragon that's and that is so like it's funny because she's like you smell like dragon it's like bitch you smell like outside you was outside you smell like some outside that's what my grandma used to be like you smell like outside you smell like outside right now and it made me think like what the fuck do dragons be smelling like you know and so I just imagine dragons smelling like, like, fur. I mean, um, like, um, like smoke, and maybe amber. No, because amber smells kind of good sometimes. I would imagine like smoke, you know, or like, um, like, yeah, like smoke. Yeah, I f- I feel like they would smell like smoke or something like like ash or like. I don't think it would smell nasty, but I would think it would just smell like, damn, like this smells like, like maybe leather, like leather and smoke and Hennessy, you know, like I feel like it would smell like some Hennessy. Honestly, I feel like it would smell like the dragons would smell like Hennessy, smoke and leather. Bitch, that sounds like a great fragrance. (laughs) Honestly, that sounds like a divine fragrance for the winter and fall bitch for real can you imagine like what are the top notes for this fragrance it's giving cyrax what are the top notes it is leather smoke and hennessy that and cognac bitch that sounds divine anyways bitch i'll be getting carried away i'm supposed to be done with this damn episode by now um so anyway so boom so then fast forward to the next scene where it's basically they have an, a meeting with the king and who's there is Otto hightower who is the the hand to the king. So basically like the king's right hand man. Um side note, I'm not this whole this is gonna be a recap. So if y'all haven't watched the episodes, I'm just letting y'all know like there's gonna be spoilers. I'm not gonna be like spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm not doing all that. You grown, you adult, like just figure it out. Like you know good and goddamn well like what's going on. It's a fucking recap show. So go watch the goddamn show and come back. Um so anyway, so they having this meeting and whatnot and um Otto's basically like girl we gotta start figuring out who um no i don't think at that point where they're talking about an heir no so they over there and there's like the master of coin and the master of coin over here talking about bitch i'm worried about the coins like we over here spending too many coins damon which is viserys's um brother so the king's brother the prince so prince damon he he's basically so what the girls is like, bitch, nobody really fucks with Damon on the inside. Like, you know, but even though that's the king's brother because he's violent, he's abusive, like he just be doing too much. And like, so they try to give him like all these random ass jobs to kind of keep him away from like the castle because I don't really know what he's doing, bitch. Honestly, it's giving Prince Andrew. It's really giving Prince Andrew. Um. Anyway, so moving right along. So basically, like the master of coin is like, bitch, we spending too many coins. And Corliss, who Corliss Valerian, he is the master of what is he? The, ma- the master of ships. Yes, he's the master of ships. And he's like, bitch, we got pirates, you know, trying to take over, bitch. And Viserys, all goofy ass, talking about some is basically talking about like, it's fine, it's fine, it's, don't worry about um, Damon. And they're like, bitch. We're running out of money. We got motherfuckers at, at bay, pirates ready to siege on us. Like, 
in our ports. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is okay. You know, like, they're both like, bitch, the fuck? And then all of a sudden, Otto talking about some, it's fine. You know, like, you know, it's fine. And so he's basically siding with the king, which I knew when I watched this the first time. I was like, I don't trust that scammy ass motherfucker. I don't trust him. He looked nasty. He looked like, you know, he don't wipe his ass. Like, I don't fuck with Otto. I really don't fuck with Otto Hightower. He's just too, like, that nigga has an ulterior motive. And I sniffed it out from jump. I, and it turns out he did, you know, so it's not really a spoiler alert because we found out what this nigga was really up to. But he just looked like a fucking snake. And I didn't trust him in general because if you're supposed to be the the, um, the king's hand and you're supposed to have your man's back, you know what I'm saying? Like a Jansport knapsack. You're supposed to have his motherfucking back. And everybody in the meeting talking about, oh, no, we run out of coins. We run. We about to get murked on the beach, bitch. Like all this bullshit's about to happen. Like you're supposed to be like. Yeah, I think we should take this seriously. Not be like, oh, girl, who gives a fuck? No, because you want to. See, you want one or two things. You want Viserys to fail as a king, so that so that the girls will look at him soft and like get him the fuck out, so you can like figure sneak your way closer to the Iron Throne. So you have a fucking ulterior motive, and I don't fuck with you. And let me tell you why, and that's why. So. Basically, what I do like about this ep- this series is, um, and this was so genius, the way they did this, bitch. Ugh, this is so divine. So, it's 2022, bitch. Like, you can't, like, do television and not have real people in it. You can't just do, it can't be just a whole episode of white folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just can't. So one of the people involved, I don't know who it was. I don't remember who it was who gave this quote, but it made a lot of sense. And I appreciate this. They were like, bitch, we just didn't want to throw in a diverse cast out of nowhere just to say it was diversity. We wanted to make sense. So basically they turned the house of Valerian, which was Corliss Valerian's house that he ahead of, um, as like this ancient house with, black people and that's why i was like i was like not these not these um white dreads you know what i'm saying so basically it's when you watch the whole episode it's it's basically like the black family and they rich as fuck bitch like they more rich than the targaryens like they're just really those girls so i appreciate that it made more sense as opposed to just throwing in random ass like people of color you know like i was like don't do sex and city bitch like don't give off that bitch because the next thing you know, and it's really no shade, please don't don't roast and toast me for saying this. But it's like, I'm glad they didn't go that route and just have, like, a motherfucker in a wheelchair out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad they didn't give it, give it off like that. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't give it off like that. So, so basically, Cor- Corliss is just really over it and he's just probably in his mind he's like bitch this is why I you should not have been king so Corliss is married to Rainey's. he was probably he's probably looking at this shit like this is why my wife should have been queen cause you just don't know how to you don't got no fucking backbone bitch you ain't got no fucking spine like you just like whack you know and I know I know it's eating my man up. Like, he's probably just looking at it like, this is some bullshit I gotta set at this 
fucking meeting and hear these white people talk about some bullshit. Meanwhile, some real shit about to murk us off. And these white motherfuckers is just like, oh, girl, lollygagging, wasting money, doing some bullshit. I know that's eating my man up. So anyway, so Rainier's up in there. She's like the cupbearer, which the king allows her into these meetings. And basically, her only job is to just serve wine to these motherfuckers. So she over here going around, you know, but least, but peeping game, which I really love because she's really peeping game. She's like, okay, I see what these motherfuckers is up. Like she's just, she's just putting things in her mind. Like, bitch, I'm going to save that for later, you know? So she's just peeping game, peeping game, but it's like silent work. That's why I already fuck. That's why, that's why I fucks with Rhaenyra. You're going to learn soon, soon off during this little thing. Like there's people I just do not like. And, and what I love about how they write these episodes is there's actually no good character and no bad character, which is they make them human and they fully flesh them out to where everybody, no matter who you are, everybody has good traits, bad traits. No one's perfect. So it's like these archetypes of good and bad do not exist in this world, in this series. So every every character has they're great moments and they're the really bad moments but even then i don't fuck with some of them and i don't fuck with like a good number of them and i'm not gonna really tell you right now who i don't fuck with but you know i don't fuck with Otto. i don't fuck with him and a horse he rode it and i'll fuck him fuck that nasty ass decrepit crunchy ass bent out of shape face motherfucker fuck him so anyway so boom so she pouring the wine she pouring the wine she get the correlates this is the funniest episode of the i mean scene in the thing she get ready to pour wine to corliss and he covers his his glass and he's like no i don't want wine and it's like if this is not the blackest shit <laughs> bitch if this is not <laughs> that's the most blackest shit i've ever fucking seen like he was like uh-uh i'm not getting drunk around these white folks <laughs> and what's so burnt crispy is a white people wrote this episode (laughs) another thing i'll be watching the behind the scenes and maybe they're behind 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 the scenes of the behind the scenes but um when i watched that behind the scenes i just saw white people like everybody involved in this show was white and it's like, like, you know, like when you love something so much, you just got to like turn a blind eye to certain things. Cause you just got to be like, mm, God damn it. Ain't no, I, everybody in the the writer's room was all white. Every, like e- everybody, even the bitch getting the coffee is white. Everybody's white. <laughs> like I didn't see nobody not white in this show. Like I just, it just, it's alarming. Um, that's why I be having issues with some of these things when it comes to the girls talking about like diversity and inclusion and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but when you look at the people putting it together, it's like just white people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, granted, this is fantasy, so I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter. But like when you're talk when it's like it's white people and they're telling stories of us, it's like, get us in the goddamn writer's room. Why are we not in the goddamn writer's room? Why are we not on set? Like, why, how are how are we not in in production in areas behind the scenes telling our own goddamn stories? You know? But granted, this is like a fantasy thing. So it's like, girl, whatever. But like, 
it is very alarming when you look at the behind the scenes of this show and it's like, damn, just a bunch of white niggas everywhere. Um, but you know what? Hey, maybe maybe there are some um, non-whites. Of, they might just be behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. Um, so then... Um, so anyway, so then the next scene, like, Rhaenyra walks into the Iron Throne, the room where the Iron Throne is, and guess who's sitting on the Iron Throne? Damon, her uncle. And the the guard or whatever, the person who, he basically was kind of, like, gagged. He's like, bitch, they're like, and in a roundabout way, he was like, I don't know how the fuck Damon got on this throne. You know, he's probably like, bitch, I don't even know how you got into this castle. And Damon was like, bitch, let me tell you one thing and one thing only. I'm really that girl. And that's that's like, okay, out of all the characters on this particular series, the one that is hated, aside from Otto Hightower, a lot of people do not like and fuck with Damon. But see, I fucks with him hard. He might be my favorite character, low-key. Like, I fucks with Rhaenyra, but Damon might be low-key, high-key, my favorite character on the show. For real. He's sitting on the... He, first off, you're sitting on the Iron Throne. For, uh, girl, um, that's your brother's throne. You're not supposed to be sitting on it. That's first and foremost. But how did you get into the goddamn castle? Wasn't you supposed to be out doing your job as... What's his, what's his job? Master of... Oh, What's his job? Fuck. It's master of, master of, fuck. What is it? Master of ships? No, not master ships. Master of fucking, fucking fuck. It'll come to me. Master of, basically he's like, he's part of, um, like the, the soldiers. Like he's part of like the, the soldiers and like the war people or whatever. It'll come to me. Anyway, so it's like, so aren't you supposed to be with your so- so- soldiers and shit? Like, like, aren't you supposed to be, don't you got a job to be? How did you get here? And he was just like, yeah, I'm here and what? And see, that's why I fucks with a person like that. I, Y'all know I fucks with a person who's just like, I'm here and now what? And now what? Son, what are you going to do? Hmm? Because y'all know I got hands. And that's another thing I love about Damon. He got hands. That's another thing. I, he he be talking cash fucking shit, but he got hands. He's like, would you like to battle, bitch? Would you like to pull out your sword and we can get it popping? What would you like to do? Because you're going to lose. Because you know I be twirling people left and fucking right. And next thing you know, I can swiftly chop off your head. So, like, what do you want to do? You're going to... What did you say? I fucks with... <laughs> Y'all know I fuck with the worst and wrong people, bitch. So anyway, so he's up there, and basically Rhaenyra's like, not angry, but he's she's basically like talking to her uncle, like, bitch, now you know you ain't supposed to be sitting up there. And so they have like this little like um camaraderie and like a good relationship to where like they both soften up around each other and like whatever. So he gives her like this necklace with Valyrian steel in in it, and I've read the books, so I already know where the story about the end. <laughs> so I, don't, I already know where it's about to go. So, <laughs> so, so, 
<laughs> I was watching this scene. I was like, this is so creepy. Because, um, basically, long story short, they get married. And they have kids. So they fucking. So basically, she fucks her uncle. And he fucks his niece, which is not uncommon in Targaryen history. But it's like, damn, like, okay. I'm not trying to, like, make sense of it. Please don't think I'm a weirdo. But, like, like she's nine years old. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, like, this is kind of, it's like, ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Not saying it's okay to fuck your niece when she's in her 20s, but, like, it's, it's it's not it's like one of the nasties is already alleviated you know what i'm saying so only one nasty is left so it's like incest and then pedophilia and like so then you get rid of pedoph- it's just it's a lot but anyway something's a brewing you know he's over here all up on her neck basically whispering sweet nothings in her ear wait he never said that but like you know what i'm saying so he's like let me put it on you let me put that that necklace on you she's like yes and zeddy and so she turned around she put a neck on, necklace on and it's just it i mean i think because i i read the books before i watched this show so i just instantly just started cringing when i saw that so anyway so girl boo so then, but see, the the thing I love about Damon Steele is there's, like, this celebrity about him. There's, like, this, like, bad bitch about, like, he's really, like, even though Viserys is the king and he sits on the Iron Throne, the girls is really thinking about Damon. Like, he's really that girl. Like, he's basically, like, the people's champs. Like, you know, like, like he's, he be out in the streets with the niggas and bitches, and he be smoking and drinking and fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really, like, the people's champs. Like, he's really, like, he's one of them. Like, he doesn't really, even though he is of royalty, he be in the streets. You know what I'm saying? He be going to the strip clubs. No, literally, he be go like, they have the, um, I don't know what you call it on this, it's called the Silk Road or whatever where they got, like, little whorehouses and stuff. He be in there, bitch. He be buying the tables, bitch, popping bottles. He, no, he really do. Like, that's really what he be doing. He be out with the bitches, and he be getting bitches. So he's really, like, he's, like, a rap superstar in the Westeros. Like, everybody fucks with him. And he's like, bitch, I don't got, I don't, I don't need no ID, bitch. I get into the, the castle. You know, I don't need no ID. Move. Like, that's really what he's giving. Like, he's just like, bitch, move. Get out. This is my place move where's my where's my like he's just giving celebrity bitch so that's also why i kind of fucks with damon because that's really what it's given in a westeros world type thing so boom next scene is rhaenyra and allison which is basically her homegirl that she grew up with in the books they're a little different in age but like they kind of made them closer in age for the television series so basically allison and rhaenyra is up in a garden and I don't really remember what's going on. I know she's reading her a book or, like, testing her on some, like, history or something. So, I, at first, I was like, what the fuck? Like, is this, is she teaching? I don't know. Anyway, so she just laid up on, uh, Rhaenyra's laid up on Allison's lap. And it's just getting, like, cute girl and, like, underneath the tree or whatever. And, um, you know laid up in a garden laying with her head by her coochie and just talking about how she has no interest in being the queen. And Allison is kind of like gagging because she's like, bitch, 
you wouldn't want to be queen? And she's like, no, bitch, I would never want to be queen. And as a matter of fact, my dad only has been wanting a, a son for the longest. And he's made no issues letting a bitch like me know. So, no, I don't want to do that. I really want to be like Basenia, who's like in the history of the Targaryens is like the baddest bitch. Like she's the bitch who like she was like basically like she was dragon rider, of course. But like she kind of went in. She was just she's like known in the history of Targaryens as like the baddest bitch, the one who was like like uh, an adventurer and like kind of did her own like you know did her own shit like a bad bitch like an independent bitch you know she had her own money but, but she, hold on hold on hold on let's keep it funky she had her own money all right and yes she was married to her brother but like you know it's just like so anyways Renera's like bitch I don't want to be nobody's motherfucking queen I'm trying to be in in the air with the dragons I'm trying to like fly across the seas explore be an adventurer I'm trying to be Visenya I'm trying to be like I ain't gonna let no motherfucker like water me down like hold me down bitch like no and so Allison's like damn that bitch that's crazy so she's like bitch girl that sounds late so then they're like alright girl boo and that's really the end of it, but it was giving kind of lesbian vibes. I mean, you know, like, it's really giving lesbian vibes. And I picked up on, I was like, damn, this is kind of, I kind of like the way Game of Thrones, HBO did that. Like, they're like, oh, it's kind of giving, well, not lesbian vibes. What's, what are the girls saying nowadays? Um, what are they calling it? What are they calling it? Um, um, pansexual? Pansexual, is it? It's one of them things. I don't know. Because it's not lesbians, it's not bisexual, it's some other, like, fluid sexual, wavy sexual, bounce-a-bounce sexual, bitch, I don't know. Um. So anyway, so boom, next scene is Viserys, he over here with the Maesters, and the Maesters, if you're not familiar with the show, they basically like the doctors. They're like the in-house doctors, but, like, they also have, like, a spiritual aspect to them, to where, like, it be, well, there is no real science in at this time so but they be like you know they'll use things like leeches and like milk of the poppy to like well leeches to kind of like suck shit out or like a disease out but then they'll also use like milk of the poppy like you know opium to kind of like get rid of pain and like just shit like that but they also have like a spiritual like um religious aspect to them so they'd be like oh the moon said this and the moon said da, da, da. well that's why all these niggas are dying because you listen to this shit that's not even real you know so anyways, so he's basically getting some shit dug out of his motherfucking back. And they're like, oh, it's um, it's this nasty thing. It's like eating away at his skin. It's like getting bigger and bigger. Basically, the motherfucker got leprosy. I don't even really know what leprosy is anymore. I just know it's like some shit, bitch. Actually, I don't even know what leprosy is. So pardon me if this is not the right thing. And I'm... But it's giving leprosy, bitch. So basically... They're like, yeah, let's do whatever you need to do to, you know, get rid of it. And they're like, they offer him one option and it's kind of like an extreme option and like it's like a painful option. But he was like, let's do it by any means necessary. And that's where I kind of, that's why I have an issue with Viserys. And you'll figure out why I don't fuck with him later on in this episode. But he's really someone who don't really want no smoke. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, he ain't, he's not like the p previous kings um, where there was like terrors and like just fucking 
maniacs. He's like the one who's just like, bitch, I just don't want no smoke, bitch. I just I just want to go home and like just watch television and just that's it. He's not like I don't he's not even giving like I want mad bitches everywhere. He don't. He has a wife and he loves his wife and he's just he just wants things to be normal, peace and quiet. And so he's also understands duty to where he's like, bitch, by any means necessary, just if it's going to hurt me to do this option to get this out, this disease or whatever, I'll just do it, girl. Like whatever's going to like for the betterment of the kingdom, like just do it, you know, and that's why I do fuck with him. But I don't fuck with him later on. And we'll get to that. So anyways, next scene, Damon is just fucking his wife. And I think they in the strip club. It's not the strip club. It's basically like a sex club. Bitch, it's, I'm going to call it the strip club just so y'all know what I'm talking about. So basically everybody just fucking and shit like that. And no, no, he's not. No, I think they're in their, their apartment. I take that back. Yeah. So he fucking his wife and he can't come. And the whole time I'm thinking like, damn, bitch, hygiene. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are the showers? Where is... Where are the wipes, bitch? Where is the breath fresheners? Where is the floss? Where it, you know? So, moving right along. So, because Queen Emma is pregnant, um, King Viserys is like, bitch, it's gonna be a, a son. It's gonna be a son. I know it's gonna be a son. And... So she asked the maesters, like, the maesters were like, bitch, yeah, but we don't really know the sex of the baby until the baby's born. So you do know that girl. And he's like, yeah, but it's going to be a boy. And they're like, yeah, but it could also be a girl. And he was like, yeah, but that's fine. It's going to be a boy. And he was like, and they're like, well, girl, we're not going to go back and forth with this. So it could be whatever. But it's they're like, girl, fine, it's gonna be a boy. So they he took that little piece of information, was like, well, bitch, since it's gonna be a boy, we need a grand thing. Like, figure out what day she her due date is and let's figure it out. And they're like, Well, we gotta ask the moons and the stars and you know, Saturn and Uranus, bitch. And basically they're like, This is the day she gonna give birth. So he was like, Hurrah, bitch, we're gonna do a tourney. Like a little tournament. So he puts on this big ass fucking thing in his Coliseum. And it's basically like a attorney. Like they have, they on two different horses, and people just be jousting and killing each other, basically, which they just find enjoyment out of. So they're like to celebrate the new king. I mean, the the new heir of the kingdom, his birth. We're going to do like this little tourney. So they doing a little tourney and whatnot, and motherfuckers getting their heads chopped off, sliced and diced, and like people are just like in love with this. And Rainey's. Queen Rainy, I mean, not Queen, <laughs> Princess Rainy, should have been Queen. She over here just rolling her eyes. She in the little, um, in her stadium box in the VIP section. But it's like, it's so cunt though. Like, she's really in the VIP section. So she in the VIP section looking down on these niggas like, this is so stupid. Like, and she is so shady. She's like, these people over here fighting when they've never, like, had to fight a day in their life. Because remember, they went 60 years without war. So she's looking at these men who are, like, 20-something years old talking about, these niggas, they, they ain't about, she's, she's, she's like, these niggas ain't about their life. They ain't never been in the streets. They don't know what it's like thugging the block, bitch. That's really what Rainice is giving. She's like, bitch, 
They over here in hoot, hooting and hollering up in arms over what, bitch? Y'all ain't never fucking, y'all never busted a fucking grape in a food fight before. Like, she's really like, bitch, this is so unimpressed. I don't even know why I'm here even entertaining this bullshit. That's why I fucks with her. So, she's just like, girl, this is so doo-doo. And so, anyways, so, they just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, at one point, so, at, at, in simultaneously, Queen Emma is giving birth to um, the, her son, or not her son, but, like, her baby. And so, they're going, they're cutting back and forth. Because remember when she, they're basically, like, childbirth is, like, our like our war like where we fight is in childbirth and so it's a beautiful not a beautiful scene but like but it's um the metaphor and like also the juxtaposition of going back and forth between men dying and then like men preparing to die in this fight and then like this woman giving birth and like preparing for a new person to be alive like it's kind of cool the way they kind of interjected those two scenes back and forth so anyway, so Damon out there, and so Damon's like, bitch, let me go, let me be on attorney. Let me get on a horse and let me fight these motherfuckers. And it's wild because it's like, girl, ain't nobody gonna fight you, girl. Like, first off, you're a twirler. We all know you know how to twirl and, like, really beat a motherfucker up. You know, like, so one, nobody wants to fight you. And then two, it's like, who would fight? You're like the prince. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl like just sit back you know like that's the only thing i got with damon's like girl like just just enjoy your position in life like you can just you know it don't gotta be like this but this man pops like i'll I'll," he didn't say i'll fight him but like he's like i'll you know go against him or whatever and that's where we get introduced to sir Kristen, and he on the he on the horse or whatever and they going at out and back and forth and Anyway, so Sir Kristen, Kristen basically plummets fucking Damon and kind of gags Damon. And Damon's like, damn, I've never really been, like, publicly beaten and lost in a fight. And not only that, but, like, the whole fucking Coliseum is looking at me right now. So he's kind of, like, gagged, bitch. So I'm like, oh, shit. Anyways, so Kristen takes off his little helmet or whatever. He's gorgeous. He's the most beautiful person on the cast. Really no shade. And so I was like, oh, thank God, somebody beautiful to look at. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not, hey, listen, listen, please don't come for me. I'm not saying people on this show are not attractive. What I'm saying is it's always nice to when I find someone very attractive because it just makes it like, you just look forward to their scenes even more. You're just like, bitch, I can't wait for like a sex scene, something, which we do get later on in the season. But then I don't fuck with Sir Kristen later on. But this is when I watched the, watch the series, I was like, bitch, I'm really fucking, like, this is going to be my new favorite character. That's Zaddy. Like, he's just gorgeous, like, beautiful locks of hair, nice tan skin, dark features. I'm like, ah, daddy. So anyways, so when somebody wins or whatever, like, they ask for, like, some flowers or some shit from one of the princesses or some, basically Allison or Rhaenyra. So he goes up to Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra's like, oh, bitch, you fine. And she's kind of gagging. But then Allison's like, oh, my God, he's a Dornish. Like, he's from Dorn, which is really fucking shit. And this is why I don't fuck with Allison. I don't fuck with her. I should have known I didn't fuck with that bitch from Jump Street. I should have known. This is why I don't fuck with her. So, basically, he's Dornish. So, he's from Dorn. But Dorn is not part of the realm. Like, he, it's not part of... 
like how can I put it? Like imagine like like the European Union or whatever. Like it's they're not part of the the union. Like they're not part of the realm. So it's basically like think about like it's a country that's not part of us. So she's like, uh, not not this. Like she was giving like, oh, not this. She was like, oh, you like this man? Oh, he he's not even part of. He's not even part of us, girl. He's part of the outskirts. He's an immigrant child. Like, ugh, gross. So that's what it, what it was really giving. But she was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, he's fine and he's gorgeous. Which is why I fucks with Renee because she's like, bitch, it's not about all that bullshit you think it is. And it's so gaggy because it's like, bitch, I'm the actual princess. If anybody should have any uppityness or classism or like feel no type of way about somebody, it should be me. I'm the I'm the girl. I'm really the girl. You're not. And you have all this fucking opinion and all this shit to say, running your motherfucking mouth. When you're not even that girl, you're not even a, in a position of power. You're not even really that girl. Like, Renee didn't say that. That's me speaking. But it's like, in my mind, I'm like, girl, why you got all this fucking shit to say? Like, you're not even that girl. Worrying about, like, a motherfucker who's not even part of the room. Like, girl, sit your ass down someplace. So, anyways, Renee was like, damn, he's fine. And I was like, girl, Renee same. But it's kind of interesting because Otto's son was in the little tourney too. And he pretty much, Damon ended up kind of low-key crippling Otto Hightower's son, which is kind of gaggy. And then when he wins, he flirts with Allison. And then he basically looks at Otto Tire like Otto Hightower like, bitch, keep it cute. Because earlier in the I'm trying to remember, earlier in the episode. Um, th- something happened, and basically, long story short, he doesn't favor Damon much. Like nobody really favors Damon, but like Otto really does not fucks with Damon, and so he was like, "Bitch, keep it cute, cause bitch, not only will I cripple your husband, I mean y- your son, bitch, I can have your daughter as well." So again, keep it cute, and that's again why I fucks with Damon, cause he's really like, "Bitch, everybody better keep it cute when it comes to me." So he basically checked the fuck out of Otto's like, bitch, I can cripple your son. But if if I could actually kill your son and the thing about me killing your son is because I'm the prince, who who going to check me, boo? Who's going to come after me? Who? Name somebody. I'll wait. Name somebody because nobody will. And after I kill your, your son, I can still have your daughter. So, bitch, watch what you say. Keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. And I with Damon because of it so like girl boo so that was the turning but while all this shit is going on the worst scene in the whole fucking series in my opinion is Queen Emma is giving birth and she's screaming hooting and hollering and I'm just like damn bitch like they can't give her an epidural Ugh. they can't give her an epidural so she's just doing like all natural birth but the maester's like you know they're giving her what is it um milk of the poppy which is like a painkiller which honestly sounds lit <laughs> and i'm not a druggie or nothing like that but that sounds lit bitch i that sounds strong as fuck too that's shit that's milk of the pro- that sounds like some propofol that sounds like some michael jackson shit that sounds divine honey now i don't want to live in that time i don't want to live in westeros and none of that shit because it's like girl Y'all booty holes ain't clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... Y'all are nasty. I can't even... Like, it's so... It's too nasty for me. 
Y'all know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too nasty. There's no Lysol products available. Like, no. The only thing I think I could really fuck with is to try some of that milk and a poppy. And be like, bitch, this is lit, bitch. And just be just in a good mood. Um. So, anyways. So, the mace is like, bitch, the baby's in breach. And... Then he, then one of the maesters goes up to the king and was like, hey, girl, um, so sometimes you as king, you have to make a really tough decision. You can save the life of one or lose the life of both. And so he's like, basically, and Viserys, little goofy ass, was like, what do you mean? And he was like, okay, so let me just make a fucking plan for your dumb ass. One of these bitches is going to live or both of them are going to die. And you could either save, um, you could, what is it? We could rip, the, we could cut the baby out of the womb, but the mother will bleed to death. Or we could take our chances and they both die. And so, Viserys makes this really tough decision. And he basically was like, bitch, I really want me. He was like, I really want a son. I really want a son. Well, he didn't say that, but like in his mind, I'm sure he was like, bitch, I really want a son and we need a son to kind So he has like this pressure to kind of have a son, have an heir because the previous king had all this, you know, 60 years of no war, no famine, no like a peaceful reign. And he's like, bitch, I kind of want that too. Like, and in order to have a peaceful reign, you have to have like, you know, a peaceful transition into the next heir. And in order, he he ain't got no son. So he's like, bitch, we need a son. And so <clears throat> the most horrifying scene that ended up, he's like, bitch, he's like, babe, I love you. And he was, and she was like, yeah, what do you mean? And so then they yank her ass the fuck down and then they cut open her motherfucking belly and rip the motherfucking baby out. And it is the most horrifying scene I think I've ever seen in television or film. Um, it's just, I, it's really hard to process. And if that's really a sensitive thing for you to watch, which I could imagine is for anybody, I would honestly fast forward that scene. Like, there's really, just know that she died in childbirth and they had to cut the baby out. Um, and she bled to death. But it is just a horrifying scene to be like, this is your nigga. And your nigga's like, yeah, kill my wife. Like, oh, what? So, I mean, it is a tough decision because on one end, it's like, she's going to die regardless. She's either going to die and by bleeding to death, by ripping the baby out, or she's just going to die by like, the child's in breach, which I mean, listen, I don't really understand pregnancy and stuff like that. So I don't really, I'm not a pregnancy specialist, but, um, it's kind of wild because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, in my mind, when I first watched the, the episode the first time, I thought the options were this. I thought the options were either we could save the baby by cutting it out and, like, you got to choose who who do you want to save? Do you want to save your your wife or do you want to save the baby? And I was like, well, bitch, I would rather save my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, no shade to, like, the baby, but, like, not to say we'll get another one. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could, <laughs> wow, Solomon. <laughs> not, we'll get another one. <laughs> Ooh, like, just going down the street to go pick up a, like, 
Some groceries. We'll get another one. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, no, we'll get another one. What's wrong with me? But I thought that that was the options. Like, you know, who who should die? That's what I thought. But when I watched it the second time, it was clear that the only option was Emma was going to die. And if in, in either option, but one option could possibly save the baby. So that made it a little bit more like clear for me because bitch, when I watched it the first time, I was like, bitch, you should have chose your wife. Like, what? You want an heir that bad that where you literally murdered your fucking wife? Like, because it's murder, bitch. I don't know how else to like really go around it. It is fucking murder. Like, bitch, you murdered your fucking wife. Yes, the maester is the one who cut open the womb and stuff like that. But you murdered. And bitch, he's an accomplice. And so were them bitches in the goddamn room who held her fucking down. Everybody needed to die in that scene. <laughs> Not Queen Emma. But everybody just needed to just... Everybody needed to get rocked. That is the most horrific scene. And I just... Like, bitch. I don't know. I feel like Viserys is really... A little baby back bitch. He's really a baby back bitch. Because I feel like he could have... If he would have stepped up, he could have been like, bitch, we got to figure something else out. You got to figure something else out. Like, we got to... But the main priority is to make sure that my wife is going to be alive. That's the only thing I would care about. I I would love to ho have my, my son or daughter. But bitch, if I don't... Not to be, like, insensitive. But, like, bitch, we didn't lost all these other damn kids. Like, what's another one? Like, you know, that's really... Damn, bitch. I really started off this podcast saying I don't want to get canceled to say problematic shit, but damn, it's not happening <laughs> right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if I had a couple options, my option would be save my wife. I've known her for the longest. She's been through me through thick and fucking thin. She's been like, you know, like I, that is my wife. That is the mother to my daughter. Like, girl, like the, is the queen of the realm. Like, uh, bitch, save her. We would have to figure something else out. We would have to, like, do... We would have to figure something else out. You know, but I would not forcibly do... Like, we would... Either we would eventually have to, like, figure it out until somebody ended up dying, but we ain't gonna make the decision right now. We're gonna have to, like, figure it out, wait it out. We're gonna do something. Because, girl, like... It's... I'm not willfully be like, yep, hold her down and kill her. Bitch, what you need your ass beat you really fucking need your ass beat Viserys for that because that's some really that is some shysty ass grimy low down dirty dog shame bitch that is really you know what I can't even talk about this because it just really upsets me so much anyways fast forward in true Targaryen form um what they do is they roast and toast they dead people so they wrap um, so the baby comes out, the baby's kicking and screaming, and sure enough, it is a son. And they name him Balin or whatever. So, and then Viserys over here crying over Emma's dead body and whatnot. And they're like, oh my God, I'm like, girl, but say the t like, you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, you fucking killed her. You weak ass, soft ass, baby back bitch. Anyways, so then they go to the funeral. And so, basically, we learned then that Queen Emma is dead, but also the baby dead, too. So, it's like, damn, bitch. <laughs> now, you sh now you should really fucking feel dumb because now everybody dead. 
That was a dumb decision. You dumb, dumb baby back bitch. Oh, I can't stand him. And you know what? Later on in the season when he looked old, decrepit, and nasty and half of his face is gone, that's what you fucking get. So they're on the pyres, get ready to be roasted and toasted, and Cyrax is on a little mountain hill ready to... The the dragon's ready to fire off on the pyre so that they can cremate these dead bodies. And so he's all visibly shaken and just in, like, tears. He can't even move. He can't speak. And he's supposed to tell the damn dragon, roast and toast. Like, he's supposed to be like Dracarys, bitch. Roast it, you know? And he can't. So Damon walks up to Rhaenyra and is, like, basically, like, hey, girl, like, your daddy over here doing... He's... Girl, don't even... Don't worry about him. He's on some other bullshit right now. But you got to kick it off. And you got to tell the dragon to roast and toast your mama and your brother because we all waiting. You know, we trying to go to the repast. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some food out in the hall right now. They done prepped it up. It's it's ready. It's it's warm right now. So they got the liquor on deck, bitch. Like, we about to go to the repast, but we can't go to the repast until one of y'all motherfuckers tell this fucking dragon to roast and toast this bitch and her fucking son. Well, he didn't say it like that. He said it in, like, a really nice, gentle, like, like uncle way, like, Hey, babe, like, you know, like, girl, like, you know, just, we got to get this the show on the road. And so she's distraught, too, because she's like, damn, bitch, it's my mom. Like, you know, it's my mama. Like, damn. And she has, like, a really close relationship with her mom. So then, it, like, in long story short, she tells the dragon Dracarys and the dragon roast and toast um, Queen Emma and her baby. And that's really about it. Then, um, what's the next thing that happened? Um, then right after that, Otto Hightower, um, declares like a meeting. He's like, bitch, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. We gotta figure this out. We gotta figure out an air right now. We gotta figure out an air right now. And the whole time it's like, bitch, I just fucking, I don't know if it's not buried my wife, but like, I just burnt my wife. I don't know what you would call it. I just burnt my wife, bitch. And well, first I, I murdered my wife, then I burnt my wife. Um, and so basically they're all like basically having a meeting, and they're basically like, "Well, now we really got to figure out who's going to be the heir of the Iron Throne. Like, who was it going to be? Because now Queen Emma is gone, so you'll never get another son or daughter because your wife, who produces the babies, is gone, and then your son." is gone so bitch now what are we gonna do and everyone was like oh you know clearly it would be damon it would be damon it would be damon and then basically otto's like i don't know and damon's a little too violent he's a little too impulsive nobody really want him you know they gave him all these jobs because like he kept fucking up all these other jobs so like they basically gave him oh commander of the city watch that's what it is so basically he's in charge of the city watch like the the um the soldiers and just secure he basically security he's security <laughs> he's security he's basically security so but then Viserys which uh it's like I really want to like Viserys but it's the fact that that ep- like here's the thing the whole series I fucks with Viserys I really do. I like him. He's one of my favorite characters. But it's hard because I always go back to that scene 
of him allowing them to murder his wife. And I just can't get over it. I can't get the fuck over it. But in this scene, he's clearly like being whooping, I mean, crying out his motherfucking tear, eyes out with tears. And so, but he still has his brother's back. And he's like, like, not too much of my brother. You know, like, don't do too much. Like, you doing, you talking a little too reckless. Like, and right now I'm trying to mourn my wife. And so he just, you know, basically spirals and walks out the goddamn meeting. And so then Otto Hightower is in his, his little room or his apartment or whatever. And so he asks for his daughter to come see her, which is Allison. So Allison's like, hey, and he's like, girl, how's Rhaenyra? Like, what's going on with her? And she's like, damn, like, she's really going through it. And he's like, yeah, duh. And so he's like, well, how's um, the king? He, she was like, he was like, damn, he going through it too. Like, damn. And they're like, both like, damn, like, they really going through it. And so he tells Allison, he said, well, I need you to go to the king's chambers and comfort him. And she's like, uh, okay. He's like, yeah, go to the king and, and comfort him. And she's like, all right, cool. She's about to leave. She's like, but also wear your mama's dress. And it's like, damn, not you pimping out your daughter. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then putting on your dead mama, like her dead mama's dress is crazy. Like, it's like, yeah, go go trick on this nigga real quick because there's money on the table. Not him pimping out his daughter. That's crazy. That's why I was like, he always has a fucking ulterior motive. And Allison's too dumb to see, like, realize it. Like, sh- I'm sure she's like, sh- but you know, I don't even think she realizes it. I think she's like, really, like, I'm confused. What do you want me? She's just, I really don't like her. Just, I just don't want to waste my breath on her anyway. So that's what happens because I can't talk about this woman no more. So now Damon is in a strip club with bitches and stuff. And he basically, he bought the whole, he shut down the whole strip club. So he bought the whole, thing like he bought the he shut it down he closed it off it's a private little party right no for real that's really what happened i'm not trying to be funny and so he got all his soldiers and stuff and he's just buying bottles for all his like he's just basically like they throwing a party bitch which is wild because it's like um your brother's your daughter i mean your sister-in-law just died i'm just so he's basically celebrating like in like the idea of Bitch, I'm about to be called the heir. Like, bitch, just, it's like pre, he's already pre, like, celebrating. Like, bitch, y'all like me now? Bitch, I'm about to be king, nigga. Like, like, ooh, bitch. Like, he's really just giving that off. And, bitch, everybody in, in the street of Silk is in there. And they all fucking and sucking and fucking and sucking and fucking and sucking and fucking and sucking. And... He tells them, he's like, bitch, I got a toast. So he makes everybody start having sex. And it's the funniest scene because when you watch it, there's somebody getting plowed. And she's on all fours, doggy style. And this guy is giving her back shots. And he, he's literally, he stops. And they both stop fucking. And they both look over their shoulders to look at the toast. And they're like, yes, shout out to the king. And it's like, ooh, while you're still inside of me, bitch, that's nuts. <laughs> It's crazy, bitch. It's crazy. So, girl, that's what the fuck happened. And um, so, allegedly, when he gave this toast, he basically was like, and I want to give a shout out to um, um, Balin, who was king for a day, which was the um, 
his nephew, like, so basically the baby who died. He said, and shout out to Valen, who was king for a day. And bitch, it gets word to fucking King Viserys that he said that shit. And all of a sudden, right when, so listen, right when Viserys is like, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all don't fuck with Viserys. I mean, um, y'all don't fuck with Damon. Y'all don't fuck with my brother. But that's my brother. And you, like, I'm, that's my brother. That's my blood. And, like, it is what it is. He's the rightful heir to the throne. Like, and I'm going to do things the way I want to do it. That family above everything. Loyalty above everything. Like, he's, that's why I kind of fuck with him still. But he's like, no, that's my brother. And y'all may not like him. But that's mine. He's, go I'm going to name him heir to the throne. Bitch, until he heard that comment. Bitch, and guess who delivered it to him? Otto Hightower. Otto Hightower came running with his little little dick energy, just crittering on to be like, oh, listen, listen, let me tell you what the fuck happened. Let me tell you, let me, let me, guess what I heard, guess what I heard? Just a little bitch, just a little fucking bitch. A little puny ass, nasty ass, crunchy ass, dry booty hole ass bitch with one ball, bitch. It's giving one ball energy. Like, the second ball didn't even fucking drop. Nasty ass motherfucker. So, anyways. So, he was like, girl. He was like, he's like, Viserys, girl, let me tell you what happened. And Viserys is like, what, girl? And he's like, bitch, your brother said some wild shit at the strip club last night. And he's like, girl. <sighs> that nigga always saying some wild shit. What did he say? What he say? He said, but he, he basically was like, he shitted on yo yo son who's dead and he was like girl gag he said i got three witnesses that can testify to it and once they verified it and vetted out that damon really said that shit he was like you know what bet bring damon's little goofy ass in here his little raggedy ass and tell him to come to me so he come and he's like what's up viserys he said it's not viserys it's your grace he said he's like no put some fucking respect on my name and put some respect on my dead baby name. All right. I'm not in the fucking mood, Damon. I'm not with none of this bullshit. You didn't run around with these raggedy assholes for far, far too fucking long doing all this other shit. I've been cleaning up all your shit year after year after year. Every fucking time you fucking shit up, I give you another job. You done fucked that job up and I gave you another job. You done fucked around and done fucked my motherfucker. Like, just fucking shit up left and right and keep saving your motherfucking ass. And on top of it, I gave you a fucking wife and you don't even fuck with that bitch. You over here just running shit ragged. And then on top of it, on fucking top of it, you don't even show up to the great council meetings. You don't you do not do your fucking due diligence in this motherfucking council. You walk in here and eat all the fucking food and then fucking leave. You know what I'm saying? No. And then you have the audacity to say some wild shit about my dead son. No. How about this? Take you and your wife, pack your shit up, get the fuck out, and I'm going to tell your ass to go to Runestone. Don't come over here. Don't don't look at me. Don't call me, bitch. Don't text me. Don't do shit. Get your shit up, and you got to the end of tonight. Pack your shit up and go. And don't don't say anything back. Bitch, Damon gagged. He really fucking gagged. He was said, oh. I really did it this time. And you could really see he's like, bitch, I really did it this time. 
Because now he's like, bitch, I was over here drinking all the wine, smoking all the weed, drinking all the Hennessy, fucking all the bitches, just, you know, basically getting some free money for just really doing nothing, punching whoever I want in the fucking face, and nobody was fucking saying anything, because who you gonna... I'm, I'm the police. I'm the police. Who you gonna... Who you gonna call? Me? <laughs> Gag. I'm the police. I can punch you in your face. You got some... I'm really the girl. Like, there's untouchable. And he said, oop, did too much. Did too much. So, he was like, bitch, let me just fucking pack my shit up and go. And then right when he leaves, that's when Viserys cuts himself on the Iron Throne. And then he starts bleeding. And it's such a nice little symbolism because it's like, that is such a powerful seat. But it's also like a curse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a powerful, like, a you know, highly coveted seat. But at the same time, it's like, the crown is heavy. Like, that is such a pop, like a hard position to be in. So now you just exiled your, your brother. But rightfully so, because you said some slick shit. And you've been saying some slick shit and doing some slick shit for a long time. But you crossed the right motherfucker today. The right one today. You did a little too much and went a little too deep. Now you gotta go. So then him and his wife over here getting on the um the dragon to go fly fly to runestone. I don't even know where the fuck runestone is, but it just sound far and dry, bitch. It sound dry as fuck. It sound like there's no like flowers there. It just sounds nasty. So they get ready to go and I don't I didn't pick up on this until I watched it again, but they were um he tells his wife he's like put your hand right here and on the dragon and she's like feel something. And I think, um, I think, I don't know, I could be wrong. I think that the dragon is has an egg to hatch or something. Because later on, they they end up with a dragon's egg. And those are like, like highly coveted things in this world. So anyway, so boom. So the last and final scene is Viserys and Venera is talking. And they end like this, like, like sanctuary place with this big ass um i think it's called balerion it's a dra- the the dragon school of balerion which was the last dragon before the doom or something i don't know but it's like a really important dragon so basically they have this huge ass shrine with like 50 million fucking candles and he's over here talking to her and whatever and um and then Renair gags him. She was like, oh, you want to talk to me now? Because this is the first time you talked to me since my mom's death. So what the fuck you got to say now? Like, the, the, you know, like she's kind of gagged a little bit. Like, bitch, you ain't, you ain't said boo all this fucking time. Why? You know, like, what the fuck? So then he's like, he basically warns her how, like, dragons are powerful animals and that um, they're not something that humans can kind of control. And, like, people have really fucked shit up in the past because they thought, like, these were just weapons. But they're not—I mean, they are weapons, but they're weapons of mass destruction. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these are not just to be used lightly. Like, bitch, you're supposed to, like—you're supposed to really respect these animals. So— and then he, but he also realizes, like, you know what? She should be queen, and you deserve to be queen, and I'm gonna name you the heir, or whatever. Um, and it's like, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't wanna say it's shady, but it's like, I would feel some type of way if my mom literally fucking died by my, 
by by the hands of my dad because this nigga wanted a son so bad only for you to turn around and still name me queen like girl like Rhaenyra better, better than me Rhaenyra is better than me cause I would've brought it up I would've brought it up right then and there I'd be like so if this was not an issue like girl you know what I'm saying and I would feel some type of way because damn so now my mom had to fucking die then my brother had to fucking die and then you had to exile Damon so you've, you've exhausted all your choices for an heir and basically I'm the last one but bitch I'm, I've been I've been here this whole time I've been here this whole time. You had all ample amount of time and you could have saved all this other bullshit had you named me heir from Jump Street. But no. You was worried about uh, a fucking son. Which is really like, girl, really? And it's like, I do like how this series is really, unlike the the original series, it really kind of... <laughs> And I like because there's also female writers, I mean, women writers and um, women directors on this show that are molding some of these scenes and stuff and putting in their input because it's starting to show like what it's like to be a woman uh, and even like a young girl, like a in these settings, in this Westeros type setting. So I love that. And then, the, excuse me, now the final scene is now they are doing like the ceremony to where Viserys announces to the whole realm like all right y'all I didn't found me an heir and I'm gonna announce it and so basically he announces Rhaenyra and everybody like you know claims loyalty or claims whatever the fuck they be claiming and bending the knee for her and she Rhaenyra looks sickening she looks sickening in her garb bitch she's just giving effort she's giving cunt bitch she's bejeweled down embroidered down she's giving really at all but you can see in her face she's like a little nervous you know she's like this is wild because she kind of just witnessed all the shit that it took to even get to there you know like and it's like this is I, I didn't really want this to begin with but I will do it because I know I'm the baddest bitch and I'm the one who's going to turn the party out but at the same time it's like this is some bullshit you know what I'm saying and you can see all these people who are like really reluctant like ugh girl like <sighs> a girl, a queen ruling the realm. Like, girl, nobody really wanted to do it. You could see, even when the fucking Starks from Winterfell came over, like the head honcho from, he went to go, be, he looked like he was really upset with it. Little fat motherfucker. He looked like he was really upset. Like, when you watch that scene, he's like, mm, yeah, someone so Stark from Winterfell, I bowed. To, and I'm like, girl, he was like real stank up in the face. And Corliss is feeling some type of way, but rightfully so, because Corliss should be feeling some type of way because his wife should have been queen. And we would have saved all this bullshit. We wouldn't even gotten to this point. And Rhaenys over here clearly in her fucking feelings because she's like, wow, I just, I, that should have been me. And rightfully so. You know what I guess? Like, imagine like, damn, like, it's like when you get when you get skipped over or like your generation gets skipped over or something gets skipped over and it's like it's not even it's not even your time like it's not even it's really because it's not your time and it's not like it's not your time it's just you were born at the wrong time like you were born a little too early had you been born later like let's say like later on now of course now now with Rhaenyra getting ready to be queen 
now other women could be queen. But it's like, damn, like, bitch, that's, damn. Like, now I feel, kind of feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So she's really in her feelings. And rightfully fucking so. And that's really the end of the episode. Um, What time is it? Let me see. How long did I start rambling? Oh, Lord. This is a long-ass episode. I said it was going to be 30-minute little recaps, bitch. This is ridiculous. This is fucking ridiculous. Um, But that's really <clears throat> the first... Um, the first episode. And so at the end of each episode, I'm going to do this thing to where I basically give like a shout out like so if you're not familiar this is horrible so just try to find the humor in it and not like be offended but um there is a story i told about my drug dealer boyfriend who was part of the cartel who got murdered and i like casually and nonchalantly kind of just like brushed over his murder and i was like shout out to him and it kind of took a, like a little moment of its own. So like whenever somebody dies, it's like, oh, shout out to them, you know, like, which is not like a shout out. Like people are like, oh, rest in peace or like, you know, moment of silence. But it's like, no, I was like, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. So I'm gonna give some shout outs to <clears throat> just the girls I feel need to be given shout outs to who died in this in each episode. So for this episode, my shout out is going to go out to Queen Emma. And I guess I can give a shout-out to the baby. No. I mean, damn. I guess I could give a shout-out to the baby. Mm, Sure, why not? But really, a shout-out to Queen Emma, because it's like, damn, bitch. You, like... It's like you were married to this man, and y'all didn't even think y'all was even going to be next in line. And here it is, like, boom. Your husband is the king. And now your whole purpose, and, like... Life is to be like, bitch, I got to come out with a, a son. I got a son. I need to get a son. I need to get a son. I need to get a son. And it's like, uh, and then finally for you to have one and then be murdered boots. And then the son don't even live. That's some crazy shit. So shout out to you, Emma. Girl. <sighs> shout out to you, girl. But um, aside from that, that closes the rewatched and revisited episode one of house of the dragon and yes these shows i want to say this these little recaps will come out twice a week um but let me just don't don't hold me to it right now let me just figure this out let me figure out like how i'm going to lay these episodes out um but if not be sure to tune into bitch i'm tired be sure to tune into the Solomon Ray podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, all that shit. Basically, what you're listening to right now. But episodes come out on Thursday. That's where that's just my normal podcast that I be doing once a week. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this first um, little pilot episode, if you will, of rewatched and revisited. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.